0: minute hiking trip with my friend Vaughn who I know from high school and college and we've just been really great friends ever since we were roommates freshman year of college and we both are in the same area of the country somehow right now because she is a graduate student at Georgia Tech and I am a employee in <laughs> Raleigh, North Carolina so We met about halfway between Atlanta and uh, Raleigh and hiked for the weekend, and we also got to record this episode. Now, disclaimer, we are recording this episode in the back of my car, (laughs) and it was raining pretty hard, so you're going to hear some rain uh, throughout the podcast. It does stop, but it also does start (laughs) a lot in the middle of it, too, so bear with that sound because it's definitely worth it. Vaughn has a lot of insightful things to say, and it was super fun recording with her, and I am really excited for everyone to listen to our second episode with a guest. So without further ado, let's get into the episode. We're sitting in the back of my car because we just tried to hike and <laughs> tried it to, started raining. Tried to.
1: Very similar to our <laughs> previous
0: adventures. Yeah, it seems pretty fitting. I feel like this kind of happens a lot. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm with Vaughn, who is my friend from high school as well as college, but we didn't really like know each other that much in
1: high school. We only know each other from speech. Yeah. But not really.
0: Well, because I I remember, because, like, your brother basically, like, helped me make it onto the speech team. And then I remember, like, the next year, I think sophomore year, you were trying out for speech. And I, not that I, like, helped you, like, all that much, but I remember, like, watching you do your, like, practice piece and stuff. Oh, did you? you. Yeah. (laughs) And I was all excited. I was like, oh, this is so full circle. Your brother helped me, and now I get to, like, (laughs) help you a little bit. Oh, that's funny. (laughs) But, yeah, I don't know. Because did we have any
1: classes together? No, we definitely did. I think we had, like, a couple AP classes, but, like, we were never, like, in the same friend group. Yeah. I think prom brought us together. Yeah. Right? Oh, my God. <laughs> well, well, so prom we were... brought us
0: together. Yeah. Which was the end of senior year. Yeah. So, I guess that summer, like, after high school and stuff, that led to us, I don't know if we went camping and stuff before or after we decided to, like, be roommates, which we only ended up being roommates for, like... Three weeks. <laughs> no, it not was done because, like a month. It was like a month, not because we didn't get along, but because we ended up like sharing a dorm that was meant for one person.
1: <laughs> it was so small.
0: So we had like bunk beds. I remember like getting your fridge in there. <laughs> and, like lift it up over the ceiling. So bad. It was messy. Like,
1: actually, do you remember? when like they assigned us our room and they told us it would be small so we snuck in yes yeah
0: so we it was like probably like august or whatever they were doing construction on the dorms and stuff so it was all like open and unlocked and we thought we were being cool sneaking in yeah <laughs> we were like snapchatting and everything too we were like oh sneaking I'm into the door because <laughs> <laughs> we like yeah they were doing construction and we like had the room number we didn't know like the layout of the dorm and we were like trying to like hide from the construction workers <laughs> See, right, then we like jumped in that's the like Totally us. Oh yeah. No, and we brought like measuring tapes <laughs> so we could see how big of stuff we did. We like drew our layout. Yeah, that's <laughs>
1: yeah, funny. Oh gosh. And then we went camping mm-hmm. with a couple of our friends from high school. But I think this was a year after college, right? A year after we started college. No,
0: this was before. This was the summer between. Yeah, and it was such a mess. Yeah, it was <laughs> a mess. So we we live in Minnesota. We both went to the same high school in Minnesota, and we. One of the places that people, like, go camping is Duluth, which is, like, a couple hours away from where we grew up. And it's super pretty. If you don't know where it is, it's on, like, Lake Superior. And it's just... It's really pretty. I really liked yeah. it. I want to go back. Um, but I don't know. Yeah. So we decided <laughs> that we would go camping with me and Vaughn and then two, three of our guy friends um, <laughs> who... I don't think had ever gone camping before because one of them got it, in his, it got it in his head that we would make pasta at the campsite. So he pre-cooked his pasta. He, he, I had to fight him to let me pre-cook. Actually, no, I just did it because he's like, no, 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 we'll boil it at the campsite. I was like, do you understand what camping is? I don't think so. And he was like, yeah, I'll make like five sauces I can bring so with. We somewhere. only went for a night, but we brought this huge-ass cooler. Oh, my <laughs> God. That was a... Yes. So, we get up at, like, I think I pick everyone up no, at, like, we 6 a.m. Originally, we were supposed to go with four friends. Yeah. But one got in a fight with his girlfriend and, like, didn't go with us Yeah, after. she wouldn't let him go. <laughs> that's not, I guess they never admitted to that, but that's, like, the unofficial, Definitely unofficial what story. happened. <laughs> so, we go at, like, well, we left, like, super early because we wanted to have, like, the day and stuff. Do you remember when we got to downtown? We were, like, walking around and there was that wedding
1: yeah, yeah, that yeah. was super so cute. We, like hung around downtown. We like first. took a selfie with the wedding. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <there. laughs>
0: um, no, so it was like pretty good. Like we had a good start. We were like hanging out in downtown with and like we got pizza for lunch. I we think we got bagels too. Oh yeah, I had brought ba- Oh my god, yeah. So I had brought okay. I don't know if you remember this. I had brought bagels because I, for, for like a year streak, I was just getting like free bagels all the time yeah. from like Panera or Brugger's or whatever. But so I had like two things that were like three free bagels. So I brought them and I was like, oh great, that's perfect for camping. And then one of our friends was complaining that I didn't bring cream cheese. <laughs> I
1: remember. I was so, so mad. I
0: was like, are you kidding me? Did you bring anything? No, I don't think so. <laughs> Leave me alone. And then we... Went up to well, so first we we went like further up the coast. I forget which park. I think it's like Tedaguich. Tedaguich, yeah. Yeah, and we got like firewood because we were gonna
1: make a fire
0: yeah we were planning so the type of camping that vaughn and i like to do is like kind of like backwoods camping i think some it's called like backwoods or like primitive camping where basically you're not at like a pull-up site you like hike into your site and there's not like a designated camping site that you're like in you just kind of like find a spot and they're like well this is where we're gonna be and so that's that was our plan basically our plan was no plan (laughs) (laughs) which is very common for both of us yeah yeah Um. we're both very good at just kind of like doing things and
1: being okay with things going wrong yeah. yeah but that's that wasn't really the case for the people but <laughs> the people what? we were with had never gone camping before mm-hmm. and so like we ended up lugging this huge cooler of like 10 different snacks that we did they eat. brought a <laughs> pack
0: of odouls oh, <laughs> I was so mad because we were like lugging this around and no-, no one drank it, and it just added like five pounds to our stuff. Cause like I don't know, it was no- so heavy, and we like needed two people to carry the cooler. At and all that times. ended up being a really big problem a little later because we like found this spot. It was super cool. So we were hiking. We like set down all our stuff at the spot we thought would be good. It was like really cool. It was by a waterfall, and, and then one of our friends took off his pants (laughs) so he could go cliff jumping. So he's in his boxers. Keep this in mind. And then we decide to, like, make a fire because we, like, went swimming and stuff. We wanted to, like, dry off and not freeze overnight. And
1: because we don't do our research. Yeah.
0: So we just set this fire, like, by a waterfall in the middle of a state park, which, like, probably sounds problematic because it is. Which you're not supposed
1: to do. (laughs) And we didn't realize that. But it's, like, pretty and, like, the sun's going down and, like, you can see the sunset. And we were gonna make s'mores. I think one of us did. Did, did someone get to make s'mores? Yeah, s'more? I think so. Oh. And then we saw, like, we were looking across the water, looking above a little bit into the trees, and we saw, like, a light flicker. Um, and we thought that was kind of weird, but it kept flickering. And we, we knew it was coming from someone, and, like, the light was coming closer to us. Uh. And the guys we were with, they had just, like, all started freaking out.
0: Like, oh my god, we're gonna get arrested. <laughs> it's a cop. It's oh my a god, cop. we gotta go. Cop. So one of them. The one who took his pants off throws his pants, in his wet pants, <laughs> into the cooler with all of our food.
1: <laughs> and another guy like jumps into the fire to extinguish it by like, stepping out our fire, it's which like, is not it, how you extinguish like, a fire. It was a
0: big fire. Right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, show a, I'll put a picture of it. It was like a big fire. He like jumps on top we, of it. Like, tell him to get out. Uh, so we like throw all our stuff together and mind you we have this huge cooler and basically the whole way back is like uphill it's dark by this point so we like can't see and the guy's still in his boxers yeah like, he's so like, wet. <laughs> boxers. and so it takes us like i don't even remember how long but it was like pitch i, I dark. don't
1: think there's anyone behind us but they kept on freaking out and they our we were, were running like, we were yeah, like our friends running. were like they're behind us they're about to get us and finally we make it back to the
0: car and like we Yeah we make it back to the car eventually And then we drive to this like I don't know where we drive I'm like half asleep at this point it was really bad I was like barely awake when I was driving Did we drive and eat was oh, that the next day? Because we yeah. went to the parking no. lot. Yeah, so what we did is we, I forget where that was, but remember we used that microwave? Yeah. And there was like this like guy yeah, in I there. Do. Yeah, because we went to this like rest stop area that had like bathrooms so we yeah. could like get dressed. Because we were all
1: hungry because we hadn't eaten and we just ran up. Because
0: somehow pasta <laughs> didn't end up working out as a good camping food.
1: No one even ate any. No, But no, no, no we were
0: sitting in this parking lot around this cooler and <laughs> someone had brought, also, someone thought it was a great idea to bring pizza, pizza rolls. rolls. Because that's also an awesome camping food. <laughs> and we didn't bring pots or anything. Like, it was just, like, a No, terrible, we ate like... from the
1: bag. Yeah. No, <laughs> so we
0: put this bag of pizza rolls in the microwave of this rest stop area, because there's this, like, old guy with, like, a handlebar mustache who, like, works there and was like, on the night shift or whatever. And, and we're, like, like hey. bagged yeah, yeah, him. Like...
1: We were, like, we're so hungry. Can we microwave our bag of pizza rolls? <laughs> oh, my god, so We did
0: that. And we're just, like, so... oh, it was a mess. But, yeah, we end up at this, like spot. We don't even know where it is. And then we set up a tent.
1: It was by, like, a lighthouse. Yeah, it Iraq. ended up.
0: Yeah, Iraq, which we didn't yeah. know. And then we woke up in the morning. It was really cool. We woke up in the morning. It was, like, fog over the lake. And, like, I, that and ended up like, being really cool.
1: a lighthouse. Yeah, it ended up working. And I dropped my phone in the lake. <laughs> oh, I remember that. Oh.
0: And then it ended up working for, like, another two years. But I, like, it was in there. I didn't even notice. And then Vaughn was, like, "Chill, Your phone's in the water. <laughs> I was, like, oh,
1: no. <laughs>
0: I was tired. But, yeah, so that's just, like, I don't know. That probably gives a good idea of, like, the that type sums of stuff... sums up me and you very we well. ...we get ourselves into. But right now, we're in uh, North Carolina, <laughs> because I live in North Carolina now, and Vaughn lives in Georgia. Um, And we met halfway in this little town called Morganton, North Carolina, which is really close to, like, the
1: mountains and stuff like that. So we... We planned this out two days ago, and I was like, what are you doing this weekend? Yeah, yeah,
0: basically, <laughs> like, Friday. Today is Sunday, so we're at the end of the trip, but Friday, we basically... Firmly decided that this was happening. <laughs> firmly. Because <laughs> Thursday we were like, oh, maybe. And then Friday we we're like, oh, yeah, okay, cool. And we booked an Airbnb and ended up coming. And like you can probably hear the rain out in the car because it's, it's raining. Call. It yeah. sounds, yeah, for us it sounds cool. It might sound kind of weird recorded, but the rain <laughs> is the reason we're in the car basically. <laughs> we were planning on recording this in like outside in the mountains very cool setting yeah and we were gonna be like wow first ever podcast outside this is so cool but if you open up your windows i guess it'll be outside it's actually raining really hard now no let's see i'm wiping out the windows so i can look it's not too bad it sounds worse i guess it sounds worse because we're in a car but no so we were gonna go on this hike and then we like get in there and it starts raining and we head back but I mean, it was still cool. We tried. Yesterday was pretty cool. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I forgot
1: what it's called that we went to. What did we... Oh, Hawksville.
0: Right? Hawksville. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was cool. It took us like three times as long to get there because (laughs) we
1: couldn't find ginger cake (laughs) history because that's like a locally known (laughs) route to take yeah it was
0: so cute our airbnb host was like oh yeah you just take this road up and then turn left a ginger cake and then it turns into a gravel road and you keep following it and then we like completely messed up we were like way off and finally this guy like drove past us like going the other way and he's like you look really
1: lost (laughs) (laughs) can i help you girls
0: (laughs) And so we finally find it. But it was really cool. Yeah. I don't
1: know. It's I like really hiking. Yeah, I do too. I don't get out enough.
0: hmm Especially like, I don't know. Because we like went to school in like Minneapolis. So it was like the city.
1: So it's like But we were close enough to Duluth. We were close enough, like Minnesota's a great place. That's to yeah, hike. that's something. I, really I feel like, like I just didn't it. take advantage of it, but I get overwhelmed a lot by like work and school and just everything that goes on. Mm-hmm. So like the way we camp and the way that we do things, we just, there's not really much
0: effort <laughs> that we do. There's really not. And that's kind of nice because like we can kind of just go and do something without a lot of
1: planning. like this- Which I like because I can't find, like, it's not easy for me to find people like that to mm-hmm. be able to like camp with or hike with. A lot of people, they like that structure and they mm-hmm. like planning things earlier ahead. Um, and that might come with like personality or that might come with like they're not, used to (laughs) or they haven't experienced as much like not spontaneous things but like things going wrong and like fixing it yeah and like sometimes some people may view that as like a bad sign but for us i think we embrace it a lot more and we have fun out of it and we laugh about it Mm. um but because we like don't plan ahead i think that happens a lot to us i enjoy doing stuff that's more spontaneous and more last minute because it makes me more adaptable um Mm. and this is something i've like talked to you about how like it's sometimes it can be really hard for me to just like go out and do something on my own, mm-hmm. and the more that we do this and the more that we're like spontaneous and like saying yes to everything, it helps me in my daily life, and it helps me like when I want to do something, I just do it, and I don't put it off. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's something that I've like really appreciated. Mm-hmm. Are there certain things you
0: like to do by yourself that you maybe wouldn't have before?
1: No, so um, a big thing was like. I went to study abroad in Asia, um, and that's something that, um, for background, I come from like a very traditional family, um, and women just like don't do stuff like that, and my parents, they were not like, they were not open to me just like going to a different country. You like basically didn't tell them until you had booked no. flight. <laughs> <laughs> because like, okay, sophomore year, I had like planned out going abroad, but my dad sat me down a week before, and he was like, I just, I can't have you leave um mm-hmm. he was just like I don't feel safe you're a woman like you don't like I can't like make you safe anymore if you go mm-hmm. off to a different country so I like didn't go um because of that and I really regretted that and that reminds me of like another situation I had faced when picking universities to go to college um they had basically done the same thing where it was like a school that was form- Hours away? To Madison? Yeah. yeah. Um, and I had gotten a, like, large scholarship, but they had sent me down, and they said, like, hey, you have a university here that's going to give you a scholarship, and it's, like, as good, um, and we just, like, we've never had someone leave so far away. Um, because we are, like, immigrants and stuff like that in my family, we come from Vietnam, and women in Vietnam, they, like, stay home, and they take care of the house. Um, and so... I think like camping and stuff started getting me to like push myself. Mm-hmm. Um, in my culture, like not a lot of people actually like go camping and stuff like that because Vietnam. Um, <laughs> but then, I guess to go back, um, I just like told myself I couldn't do that to myself anymore, um, and so I started applying for study abroad round two, <laughs> but this time around, I wasn't going to let them say no, and I was going to be responsible, so I applied for, like, I stayed up every night and applied for every scholarship I could find, um, and then I did, like, the power of attorney, so, like, everything that was my responsibility, like, banks and stuff like that, I signed over to my parents in case they needed, like, to be able to do something in my name, um, I had everything figured out, and so, like, (laughs) three weeks before I was going to leave, I, like, called them, and I told them, oh, like, I'm ahead to <laughs> Hong Kong for six months. Bye. <laughs> and they were like, "No, like we can't go." Um, but then I had told them like everything's like figured out, like financially, I have it covered. Um, like you have a responsibility of everything in my name in case you like need to take care of something. Like there was no reason for them to say no. Yeah. Do you um, think like having
0: figured everything
1: out on your own kind of made them trust you a little more? I kind of trust. Well, they the didn't want me to go. but like I think it made them more comfortable Um, and I had a plan set out like I Mm -hmm. was going to go to Vietnam where I was like born for a month and see my relatives and that helped too for them to know that I was not just newly stepping into a new continent but like meeting someone I knew there first before embarking this new journey Mm -hmm. Um, and then that was a big step for them and I started backpacking all around Asia, which was super
0: cool. I know. I
1: was uh, (laughs) hearing about it when you got back and just, like, as you were doing it.
0: Like, you were, like, I remember getting, like, texts from you and you were, were, like, oh, yeah, I'm going to go camp on an island this weekend. (laughs) (laughs) Don't know how I'm going to get there.
1: (laughs) So, like, my friends and I would do, like, stuff that, like, Jill and I would do. Like, for spring break, I booked a ticket, two tickets, to Philippines with two of my friends who became, like, my best friends there, but we barely knew each other. Uh, when we booked those tickets and we didn't have a plan. But the night before we all sat down and we went on Google Maps satellite view And we found an island in Philippines that had like the bluest waters around, and we were like, we want to go here. So for seven days of our trip, (laughs) we tried to get there, and it involved so many like obstacles. And at some point we were like kayaking to this island and got rescued by a rescue boat. And there was no like electricity or food on this island, but we made it there, it was fun. Um and another trip I took on with uh, like another friend who's one of my best friends now. Like we didn't know each other too well, but we had decided we wanted to get like these tattoos also in the Philippines on a different trip. Um so like to summarize, <laughs> I have a tattoo on my back. Um, that my parents found out about That like my a parents month ago. found out a month ago. I had found it from them <laughs> for two three... years or a year. Um, uh, because like <laughs> in my family it's just like tattoos are looked upon as like bad mm-hmm. things to have on your body um <laughs> but my friend and I we had took like an overnight bus and hitchhiked with a couple of people uh, motorcycles walked up this jungle um went to a supermarket to buy this like bag of like brown rice and like fruits and we came to this like tattooing village after like hiking up a mountain bearing this fruit um to like get a bed to like stay overnight uh, and we woke up next to like pigs and cows. It <laughs> was super cool. And then um, the tattoo that we got thorned in. Um, the procedure is like they'll take a thorn that they have um, from trees that they grow, um, and they'll use ink that they've made from like the coffee that they um, grow around there, oh, and in, so like cool. ink and stuff like that. And they dip it in, and they use a hammer and they pound it into you. <laughs> and oh, it how hurts. Did it take? Mine took 20 minutes. Um, oh really? And mine is. That- yeah, yeah. It's not
0: that big. So but it's like not that small. Now that country is like part of you. Yeah, it's like yeah. It's into. super cool. That's
1: really cool. Um, and then we <laughs> ran down the mountain to catch a flight, <laughs> <laughs> and you made it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> nice. Um, yeah, but it's fun, and doing stuff like that has really, I don't know, pushed me to do more um, and do a lot of things that I wouldn't have expected
0: mm-hmm.
1: being able to do with expectations that were set on mm-hmm. me when I was younger. Um, What do you think like the
0: biggest difference in yourself was when you got back from study abroad?
1: Well, I was more open to doing things and I wasn't, I think I was talking to you about this where I was like, I felt like I didn't really have a timeline or like a way of life that I needed to live that it was like open. Um, And so something funny was that when I was in Vietnam, I think, so I spent a month um, in the country that I was born in um, before I study abroad started. I, like, asked myself this, and I had never asked myself this, like, what is my dream job? Um, and I realized I wanted to work in NASA, and it was something that I've, like, always thought about in the back of my mind, but never, like, given myself the chance to apply mm-hmm. to because, you know, like, I didn't think I was smart enough or, like, bright enough, you know? And so during that month-long trip, I had submitted... The maximum applications that you could submit I think it's like 14 and I think so it was different like
0: positions within NASA
1: different internships yeah. while you were in Asia yeah yeah and the only reason I applied was because I was in Asia and I was like if I had given myself the chance to be like be in Asia Asian be back where I was like born I could like give myself the chance to actually be considered even though I didn't mm-hmm. think that they would actually like, take me um, it turned out that they did <laughs> and so multiple times you've (laughs) you've had three
0: three internships with them i think four Four. now yeah
1: um so i went to virginia and worked on right after study abroad Um, yeah literally
0: you were (laughs) home for how long like a a week two days two days yeah so i asked
1: to take my final early from hong kong i flew home had a welcome back party for my parents and the next day i had a goodbye party and i flew to virginia and for a family that like has never had anyone um leave on their own And especially, like, a woman, leave on their own to, like, pursue education and to pursue career. It was just, like, a big thing for my family. Mm -hmm. Um, Something that, like, my family was adjusting to. Like, it wasn't seen as, like, oh, my God, like, she's got this great opportunity. It was an adjustment that later, like, took years or two years or something Mm -hmm. for them to fully adjust to. Um, But, yeah, I went to Virginia and worked on (laughs) the concept of urban air mobility, which is, like, we soon want, like, Uber air and... um, Like Uber to be having like flying taxis or drones to be delivering your packages. This online network of air transportation to be happening a little bit below um, commercial flights. Mm -hmm. And so I was working on that and I was working in a team.
0: (laughs) Okay, just as like, yeah, before she gets into this, a little description of Vaughn. I love Vaughn. She is, like, the type of person, though, if if the stuff that happens to her, if anybody else told me that it happened to them, <laughs> I would think they were lying. Because just, like, the craziest stuff happens to her. Like, you heard this. She hiked and hitchhiked and took a motorcycle and slept by pigs to get a tattoo. And, like... <laughs> I, I, but this next thing she's gonna talk about, I think, if it's what I'm thinking, like I don't, it, <laughs> I'm it's, briefly mentioning, it. yeah, <laughs> it's, too it's long. definitely true. But it's just Vaughn gets herself into crazy stuff, and she always <laughs> handles it so well. And I'm just like so inspired by her. <laughs> Thank and I think you. she, no, I just think you're just, I don't know, you just take things in stride very well.
1: So this guy in our team, we had like worked in a group um, team for NASA developing this flight simulator, um, and this guy was kind of odd at first. Um, and it was like very apparent <laughs> at the beginning when we had safety day training at NASA, and <laughs> he raised his hand and asked if he could bring a gun onto campus. And the and lady said, You're on said, like a yeah. military base, right? Um, it's or, NASA's. Oh, you moved in to Langley. Yeah, it's <laughs> right. connected to a military base, mm-hmm. but we were in like a government facility. Mm-hmm. And the lady said no, and he was just trying to like reason with her that he had like an Alabama permit and like it was safe for him to bring a gun on facility and she was like no (laughs) um so flash forward a couple of weeks and he's just like not getting along with anyone and then because he's like racist he's like quick to be angered by like a slow computer um he would like slam his computer if it was too slow um he would just like make comments um about, like, there's a guy who's, like, African-American on our team, and he would be like, you're listening to jungle music. He would just... Oh, my God. Yeah, he was just, like, not a team player. Um, but one day that African-American teammate and the guy they got into like an internet meme fight (laughs) um it was super dumb uh i like don't remember what it was about it was just dumb and they kept sending memes back and forth and at some point the guy ended up calling my manager and leaving a voicemail and saying like that he was angry and he was about to do something about it um physically (laughs) and he had ended the voicemail like heavily breathing and my manager came to our room and was like what's going on and so, like long story short, what ends up happening is that he ends up like starting to stalk us, and we know he has a gun, and we all live in the same facility. Um, so he knows where you live. He knows he where we live, and he was and like standing outside our yeah. doors and telling us like all these conspiracy theories about how NASA's about to get us, and it just like got crazier and crazier. And we ended up moving to a military base because we were afraid he was going to try to hurt us. Um, and then we, like, learned mm-hmm. more and more facts about him, like, that he had been in jail and that, like, he tried burning down a house. How did he get into this program? I don't like, know. Like, don't they do
0: background checks? They don't they? Google up people. Yeah. I think that would be in a background. But yeah.
1: Geez. we think that it had something to do with, like, because we think he had mental issues. Yeah, of um, course. And maybe he wasn't taking his medications mm. that maybe that had cleared his background. I don't know mm-hmm. how it works, but when we did his background check, nothing had come up. Yeah. But yeah, so long story short, we had been like (laughs) stalked by this guy we knew had a gun and just, it escalated really quick. Yeah, And we got military involved pretty fast. Um, But then. Yeah, so I started working on flight simulators, or we were working on flight simulators there. um, But I felt like since I was in a group setting, I didn't get to do as much or like get to understand everything. I only handled like a single part of it. Um, Mm -hmm. so going back to what we had said about like what I had learned from Hong Kong and that like there's no like structure to life, I sat down and I rearranged my school schedule. I only had a year left to graduate from university, um, but I could fit that in one semester. So Mm -hmm. I ended up taking fall off um, and doing another internship with NASA, um, this time in Cleveland. Yeah, um, <laughs> doing urban air oh, mobility yeah. too, <laughs> but visualizing the way that the radio communication is happening between planes and ground stations. Mm-hmm. Um, and for me, that was more of a chance to be able to prove myself. I had like imposter syndrome, right? So I thought kind that. Kind of like, talk about that. I thought that like, and I still deal with it. But it's something that like, for example, I was in that team um, in Virginia, and I thought that. I had only done an aspect of it, and I, like, wouldn't be able to do it alone, and, like, that I had, like, been in this leadership program with NASA, but, like, I had done nothing. Um, I felt like I wasn't good enough, or I didn't, like, deserve to be there, that I had, like, just gotten lucky yeah. and gotten picked there, so. Which me, is not the case. You definitely It's something it. I still, like, fight yeah. with. Um, and yeah, I think that's, tough. like, being a woman in mm-hmm. this industry and just, like, being someone who doesn't necessarily have a lot of role models like I don't see a lot of Asian American women in positions that I want to be in and Mm -hmm. stuff like that Um, because the people that we see on TV and stuff like that they are all like Caucasian or Mm -hmm. you know like they're not they don't look like me yeah and you're like very like aware of that yeah yeah Yeah. Um, I started being more aware when I was in Cleveland Um, I took that position by the Mm -hmm. way because I wanted to prove myself that I could actually do it without being in a team but just handling it on my own mm-hmm. um, and the meetings that I would be in they brought me in to like start up this huge half billion dollar project because um, of your experience half million year. dollar project yeah because of my previous experience mm-hmm. um, the what was I going to say the thing that I had seen um, was that all my meetings were with like not a bad thing it was just like with older Caucasian men and I'd be the only female and the only asian Mm -hmm. right um and it just got me frustrated that i could only like do the visualization of all these like radio systems but i couldn't be the engineer and i didn't have the degree to tell them that i could do more Mm -hmm. um it's not that they held me back but in my mind i felt held back um which is why i spent that whole semester think about grad school something that like no one in my family has ever pursued graduate school
0: because you're a first generation college student as well
1: high school too high school yeah okay. um so I started applying to grad school and I was like encouraged by so many mentors and NASA um I wouldn't have probably applied if I hadn't like been able to see all the cool like science stuff that I could potentially do mm-hmm. or be capable of doing I think NASA really like gave me a way to see, like, I think, I don't know how to say it, but I think NASA was the first time I really got exposure to what engineering was, Hmm. Um, and then I started seeing a future for myself, and in college, I just, like, struggled ever to, like, think about what I would, do you remember, like... Oh, yeah. We were...
0: We, yeah, when we were still roommates and we... Or when we were still in the dorms, I suppose. When we were still
1: in the dorms yeah. together, I would, like, snap Jill. I'd be like, Jill, I'm deciding what I'm, like, majoring in tonight. Yeah, and she would, sent like- me a
0: picture of her wall in her dorm. She had, like, 80 different, like, post-its <laughs> with different things on it and different reasonings and just, like, trying to narrow it down. It would
1: be, like... When I was, like, picking my major, I'd put, like, a flashcard of all, all the majors I'd consider or were in my college, right? And then my friend had told me, like, just take it down. Take one down by one um, when you figure out you don't want to, like, do that major. And within, like, a week, I had nothing on my wall because I had taken down all the majors. <laughs> I was like, uh-oh. Oh, no. Well, I guess you're dropping out of college. Yeah, <laughs> no. no. A big part of that was because, like, in my family, again, like, I was never encouraged to, like, look ahead. Mm. Um some people like still tell me like i'm pursuing like a man's major um i'm in computer and electrical engineering yeah
0: you said there's like in your grad classes right now there's no women
1: yeah um yeah so for me to pursue a graduate's degree um when i was applying it was just like i think this nation needs more representation i want to like be part of that and to be able to do what i want to do i want to be i want to have another degree and Mm -hmm. never be told to like that i don't have enough education to have mm-hmm. that limit me um so then after that i graduated um the university of minnesota came back and finished up my degree and then i went on <laughs> <laughs> it was such a struggle i went on to california to intern at nasa's jet propulsion laboratory mm-hmm. um and that was a position i'd fought for <laughs> mm-hmm. no that was like
0: yeah, no, I remember for, like, months, you were like, this is, like, impossible. It's never going to happen. No,
1: because and yeah, NASA JPL is, like, different than other facilities because mm-hmm. they are the ones that focus really into, like, the space robotics.
0: Mm-hmm. And it's just
1: known to be impossible to get in, but that was, like, something I had dreamt of because working on. it's so on. sought after and because, yeah, the, because like, qualifications are It's so high. sought after from, like, people in different countries, too. So mm-hmm. other facilities mm-hmm. only take like people in this nation but um nasa jpl will take 900 interns across the whole world
0: Mm.
1: um so you're not only fighting not fighting but competing with people in the united states but you're competing with like scholars across the whole world that are like phd students as well (laughs) um so i had booked a ticket to a flight ticket to a national conference and booked a ticket to that national conference because I knew JPL was interviewing there and I came like lined up with a resume. Mm-hmm. Um, this was when I was in Cleveland and I interviewed and they told me I was like top candidate or whatever, but then they never contacted me back. Yeah. Um, so I went on to find- a while. yeah, yeah. so uh, during my last semester of college, I had, I'm getting like the timeline mixed up, but oh, it's okay. Yeah. But. During the last semester of my college, um, I had went up to, like, the director of, I think it was, like, the space, Minnesota Space Consortium, mm-hmm. um, and they were Looking had, for, like, grants. Yeah, looking for grants, and I talked with the director, and I wrote him a letter, and I was like, I know you usually don't do this, because what they do is, if NASA doesn't have enough money to fund a student, then NASA can go to them and be like, hey, can you fund the student? Um, but I literally went up to them, and I was like, hey... Um JPL doesn't want me right now, but if they want me, can you fund me? And they were like, no <laughs> <laughs> but I like was I mean, very that's persistent fair. yeah, yeah. It was fair <laughs> <laughs> I was very persistent and I think I got like a maybe out of them and I started emailing people that I wanted to work um with at JPL mm-hmm. um and something had worked, but then some weird politic politics, some... I guess, but then some weird problem had came up, and um, I was, like, turned down for the position very last minute, Mm -hmm. and I was so sad about that, but then I told myself I had to fight for it more, Mm -hmm. so I emailed more people, and then I got a much more suited internship there, and then I was working on (laughs) voice commanding, I made a voice control system to operate, like, the Mars rovers, on mars <laughs> just no big deal yeah. <laughs> just, <And> then, like, <laughs> changing space exploration for the rest of the eternity and then when i was working on like cubesat projects and cubesat there are these like small satellites that you send up to orbit earth or just like in space to collect um science data that you wouldn't necessarily like, be able to unless you had like these small and they're like um these satellites are super small they can be like a 1U cubesat is 10 centimeters by 10 centimeters. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, yeah. Or you can have 2U, which is like 20 mm-hmm. by 10. Or the biggest is 6U, which is 60 by 20 or something like that. And 30 by 20. Will, these will attach to satellites
0: and collect These data. are satellites. Oh, they themselves? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm.
1: So they're what you send up. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So they have everything in there. So we were making one and we were testing them with high-altitude balloons. Okay. Um, and then I went off to... Georgia Tech, drove across country to Georgia Tech after, and I'm working on um, space robotics for my thesis, and I just became a civil servant last week. (laughs) I don't know if I told you this. I became a civil servant last week to NASA.
0: Oh, you officially did it went yeah. through and stuff. Mm-hmm. All the recommendations and background checks. You had to do went <laughs> yeah, <laughs> didn't find anything dirty in your past. <laughs> well, the background checks are fa-
1: still processing. Oh, so they may I... find some trespassing things.
0: <laughs> Maybe.
1: <laughs> um, and they had like asked me like, oh, I told you, they had asked me like, where have you lived in the last ten oh, years? Gosh. And I had moved, to, like, thirty different apartments within the last two years. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was like, how many like jobs have you had in the last ten years? It was just, like, it took me so yeah. long to fill out because I've been bouncing back and forth.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, because, like, during school, and both of us were kind of the same, but during college we were doing, like, so many things on top of school. We like, all
1: had, like, we both had, like, two or jobs. more part-time jobs while a full-time Studenting. student day. Student yeah. day. No, we did too much.
0: <laughs> I don't know. I think it prepared no, both it did. of us well, for sure. It did. And I think once, I don't know, I mean, like, obviously, like, your job will be very demanding and stuff like that like what you end up doing but I think just like having that will make it seem not as daunting
1: yeah so a big lesson I learned with that is just like
0: face your fears yeah it's crazy I mean like because it is I feel like it. it's hard to like tell just in the day-to-day the amount of progress that like both of us have made just from like when we were stocking our dorm before <laughs> college
1: to now Dude, I think we always had it in us I think that like me and you at that of our lives we were always scared to do things and mm-hmm. i think that like the spontaneous stuff that we do together it helps us <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: and i don't even know necessarily if there's like a specific reason we were scared
1: i mean something isn't that normal i think yeah. everyone has that yeah and um, you just
0: yeah you may not necessarily know why and there may not even be a good reason sometimes but you just gotta push past it. Yeah. yeah and even like i don't know especially now because like we're both at It's tough because, like, after high school and college, there's no set path, really. No, it's so hard. It's hard to tell, but, like, it just feels... I don't know. I'm, like, doing job stuff and, like, trying to get towards closer to what I actually want to be doing, but I don't really know what that is exactly yet. It's hard to, like, realize how much progress you're really making, like, in the day-to-day. Even just looking back on, like, at the beginning of college, so much has happened, and so much can happen in such a short amount of time. I mean,
1: you were, like, texting me. We were talking about this earlier you're like texting me when you're ready to like study abroad you weren't sure if you wanted to study abroad mm-hmm. And you were, like, texting me And you are concerned about, like, these small details But once you went <laughs> Yeah, right? I
0: had always known I wanted to Like, I just, like, assumed, like, I'm going to study abroad yeah. Like, I was going to make it happen But, yeah, once it got down close to it And I was, like, actually planning And I had to, <laughs> it took me, like, a full day To buy my plane ticket because I was like, Joe, just do it <laughs> Yeah, no, I was just, like, sitting on my bed Like, trying to, like, oh, is this ticket better? Is this, oh, should I try to stop somewhere on the way there? And, like, trying yeah. to, like And, like, I was, like, working myself into a friend you just with these details Because I was probably nervous about the bigger thing But yeah. you have to like get over kind of like the little details and stuff. No, it was
1: so dumb like I almost yeah. No didn't... it was super dumb Oh no no, <laughs> I'm not talking about else. that sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to talk about <laughs> Restatement okay. I have a similar situation Which is like very dumb Where like I almost didn't go to NASA JPL mm-hmm. to work on these like Mars robo- Robots because like I was Concerned about like driving my car <laughs> It's not dumb but like thing that was like holding me back was like how am I going to get my vehicle from like Minnesota to California and it turned out to be like an easy process like just drive like 10 hours a day and make mm-hmm. it in 4 days like it seems scary but like once you do it you know it works out mm-hmm. if you prepare a little yeah. bit yeah I feel like yeah. remember to put gas in your tank
0: and like <laughs> <laughs> pack yeah, tank. and check your car
1: before Yeah. yeah but the like I think the process of like thinking about what you're about to do um, you can get really lost in like the details and that can like mm-hmm. prevent you from doing it mm-hmm. yeah especially if people have like told you if you hear like someone else that's not you telling you like oh what you're doing is hard or what you're doing is too much, which I've had before mm-hmm. and then that can like really cause you to rethink things. Mm-hmm.
0: That's so sad. do you think that you get that because you're like a girl?
1: Yeah yeah might be because I'm a girl it might be because like some people are like Overwhelmed by mm. um, what I choose to do, cause I yeah you know I like I've been called crazy and stuff like that for doing too much. Um, it's worked out well for you. I think you're doing the right things. <laughs> like yeah, but yeah. like hearing them say that it will like affect me. Oh, of and course. And I try not to let it. But like being called like crazy, cause like I do too much, or like I don't know, like being told that like what you do not right or not Mm -hmm. normal um it just can be hard to hear Mm -hmm. and it can make you question that like oh maybe I'm not doing what I'm supposed to be doing Mm -hmm. you know or not like doing what's good for me even though for everyone that's like a different thing Mm -hmm. (laughs) I don't know yeah and it's yeah. tough
0: because I think a lot of times like people will be talking kind of obviously from their own perspective but like kind of like with what they're comfortable with too and it's hard to fathom that someone else would be willing or able to like put in that work that you might be scared to do Yeah, and it might make you kind of feel like bad about yourself if you see someone like putting in so much more effort or things like that so it's easy to sort of try to Minimize, like to yourself, minimize what they're doing so you feel better about yourself. I don't know. Me. I would
1: like, when I was at NASA JPL, I would be setting up these meetings, a lot of meetings, with like different engineers and scientists to understand the work that they do. Mm-hmm. Um, just because I'm still trying to figure out exactly what kind of engineer I want to be. Mm-hmm. Um, and growing up, we have no engineers in my family, uh, besides like my brother and I. We're like an, the newer generation. Um, But I've had no exposure to engineering growing up. Mm -hmm. And so that was my way to take advantage of an opportunity I fought hard for Mm -hmm. and to be able to like perfectly, like it was a perfect opportunity for me to find out what sort of career path I wanted to be in because I was just about to start graduate school. Mm -hmm. Um, And a lot of people, a couple of different people had said like that I was doing too much or that I like didn't need to be doing that or that like um, I was crazy for doing that and like if you like take a step back and think about it from an outside perspective like no I'm just a girl like trying to figure out where I want to go but if you're in my situation where like people I actually care about are telling me this like it makes me question if I am crazy and so Mm -hmm.
0: and I think that's why it's so important to have people That you, like, trust their opinion to be able to talk to and, like, be willing to talk to people that you, like, know and trust when you're having those, like, feelings. Because they, it is, it's easy to get stuck in your own head with that. And sometimes you just need, like, reassurance.
1: No, I remember talking to Jill about it and I was like, Jill, like, am I crazy? Or, like, Jill, am I doing too much? And she'd be like, no. She's like, don't listen to them. (laughs) Which is very, very helpful. Yeah.
0: Yeah. No, it's good to get different perspectives. And, I don't know, in your gut, did you always kind of feel like you were doing the right thing?
1: Yeah. I felt like. I was doing, oh, I might have been doing too much because I was setting up a lot of meetings, but, Mm -hmm. like, I knew it wasn't, like, for a bad reason. Like, Mm -hmm. I am a female trying to break a lot of stereotypes in my... there's another car. (laughs) They're like, nope, it's raining. (laughs) (laughs) Um, No, I'm a female and trying to break into, not, like, a man's job, but, like, trying to break into a field that has been for male dominated for ever ever yeah (laughs) Yeah, forever i was gonna say like for 10 years now (laughs) forever a man's job Mm -hmm. and like culturally like for me as a woman it's i'm trying to break a different like stereotype or expectation and it's just like being able to like talk to so many people and learn their stories about Mm -hmm. what they've gone through and having those connections because i'm using all those connections right now in graduate school um it's helped me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I don't regret doing any of that. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome.
0: Yeah. yeah. So, also, I'd like to point out that we're <laughs> sitting in the back of my car parked, and Vaughn has her seatbelt on. So, <laughs> <laughs> so we're very safe if anything happens. Well, Vaughn is safe, I'm I did not even realize. But, <laughs> so, yeah. One thing, I guess, before we kind of draw it to a close, that I want to ask all of my guests. Since the title of the podcast was Before I Knew More, what is one thing that you wish you
1: would have known or realized sooner? I guess on the same topic, I wish I would have known that I'm capable of doing more um, and to not let my fears or, like, not let myself hold myself back. Not let. <laughs> I guess the right way of saying it is, like, I wish I had known that, like, I should be my own supporter and my biggest supporter mm-hmm. in getting myself where I want to be and not let myself get in the way of my own dreams mm-hmm. because there's already so many things preventing me or like trying to like hold me back and I shouldn't be one of those things I should be like supporting my own self yeah. and my own dreams yeah yeah oh well, that's awesome great yeah. well thanks for coming on thanks for, <laughs> thanks for letting in me in your mountain. car <laughs> Yes.
0: yeah make you stand out in the rain and yell through the windows so we can <laughs> <laughs> record it but yeah I think we it's a good end for our little mountain day trip Night trip thing. We <laughs> that's fun. George yeah. yeah. had
1: driven like three and a half hours. I drove like four, four and a half hours yeah. to meet up for a day. For yeah, like a day and a half. <laughs>
0: yeah, no, it's fun. I'm glad we did it. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, just cause like we're both like far away from like people we like know. Or, or like know that do this. Meet. Yeah, yeah. So it's really cool. But I guess yeah. now we'll go get some food and then be on our way. ways. Yeah. 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 Until next time. Until
1: next time. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Bye. Bye. <laughs>